Successful entrepreneurs say, get up early and shine before the sun does. This statement is actually found in the Jewish code of law regarding the laws of awakening in the morning. The Alter Rebbe says, I awaken the dawn. The dawn does not awake me. In this Sicha, the Rebbe explains what the spiritual significance of dawn is, as well as why a person awakens the dawn. But let us first explore the Purim story based on Queen Esther's perspective, as well as Mordechai's perspective. They each had their own experiences and outlook on the miracles and happenings of the Purim story. In the Megillah, we read the different actions they took in order to nullify the decree of Haman who wanted to destroy the Jewish people. Mordechai put effort to inspire the Jewish people to do tshuva, to repent on their past wrongdoings, to fast and gather in synagogue in order to pray to God. Esther, on the other hand, was in enemy territory. She was in the palace where the decree was sealed, married to King Ahasuerus. Her effort to nullify the decree was to influence Ahasuerus in person and thus attempt to nullify the decree by natural means. Her ascendance to royalty was in order to intervene and rescue the Jewish nation. Mordechai's form of action was a spiritual one, gathering Jews together to pray and repent in order for Haman's decree to be eradicated. Esther's form of action was a physical one. She acted as a messenger for the Jewish people in the house of Ahasuerus, in the face of Haman himself to persuade the king to nullify the decree. Her actions were actions performed in the natural way. And in the end, it was her influence that saved the Jewish people. These two perspectives not only express itself with regards to their actions to eradicate the decree, but also manifest itself in the miracles of the holiday of Purim. For Mordechai, the greatest achievement of the Purim story is that the Jewish people did tshuva. They confirmed what they accepted long before. They confirmed their devotion to God and the Torah. For Mordechai, Purim should have been practiced like Yom HaKippurim, like Yom Kippur itself, where the emphasis is repentance and weekday activity should be prohibited. For Mordechai, the Purim story was about the soul of a Jew. For Esther, the greatest achievement of the Purim story was that the Jewish people were saved from extermination. For Esther, it was the rescue of the physical bodies of the Jewish nation. The decree was on their bodies and not their souls. And therefore, when we celebrate the holiday of Purim, we do it in a way that underscores this type of miracle. This is also why Mordechai requested that Purim should be commemorated with actions that express the spiritual expression of the miracle of Purim. We give shalchmanis, we celebrate with joy and drinks. But the point of all of this is to inspire in a person's mind the spiritual significance of Purim. In contrast to Esther, she requested that the story of Purim should be written and read on the Purim holiday in a Megillah. For Esther, it was not enough for the story to be commemorated in thought, but only that the story be written with ink on parchment and be verbally read on the day of Purim itself. 
the story of Purim should not only be remembered in thought, but also be done with an action-based expression. For Esther, the miracle was a physical one. Therefore, the day should be celebrated in a physical way. In the language of Hasidus, if a miracle can express itself in a physical and tangible way, that's proof that the emanating light of this miracle is rooted in an even higher level than revealed and open miracles. So great was the miracle of Purim that it expressed itself in the physical reality of the world. Because of Queen Esther, God revealed the deepest spiritual light that caused a miracle to happen within the laws of nature and revealed that the darkness alone can become a vehicle for light. This is also alluded in the name Esther, which, mean, which means hidden. Esther brought the revealed godly light into a palace that is hidden, a, a place that seems dark and empty. It was in the hidden, in the physical world that seems like a place hidden from godliness that the miracle of God took place. This is also why Esther is called dawn. The night represents darkness and dawn represents the final chapter of night and the start of morning. The story of Purim was the final miracle that took place. It was the miracle in the dawn of the night the end of the night, and it was this miracle that permeated the physical and transformed it. This is why the Hebrew word for dawn is shachris or shachar, alluding to the light that emerges from the darkness itself. Esther embodied the idea of being in this world, but yet being above the world. She was in the palace of Ahasuerus himself, but yet totally committed to saving the Jewish people. She was the dawn that transformed the night. Each and every Jew has the same ability to be the dawn of their lives and transform darkness into light. And this is the true meaning of what the Alter Rebbe says in Shulchan Aruch in regards to waking up in the morning. I awaken the dawn. The dawn does not awake me because in my essence, I come from a level that's even higher than dawn. And therefore, I awaken the dawn, the dawn does not awake me. Wishing you a happy and joyous Purim.